to Dating in the City, Season 5. We're your hosts, the Conti sisters, matchmakers and co-founders of Matchmakers in the City, an old-school personal matchmaking firm, regularly featured on Access Hollywood, Forbes, Relevant Radio, and more. We've been celebrity matchmakers for nine years, and now we're spilling all of our secrets about love and relationships to you. Hey, you guys, and welcome to Dating in the City. I'm Alessandra Conti. And I'm Christina Pineda. Well, Christina Conti Pineda, but now we're killing the Conti. Exactly. She's I'm, I'm the legally Conti. Christina Pineda, but we've said Conti for, for many, so years many years. People know yeah. me as Christina Conti, but. Yeah, I don't think I'll be dropping. Drop. I don't think I'll be dropping the Conti. I think I'll be keeping the Conti. Keeping up with the Contis. <laughs> well, catching up with the Contis, actually, that's what we have. Um, but anyway, we hope you guys are doing so well today and that it's been a really good week for all of you. Um, it's been a whirlwind of a week. It has. Alessandra, I don't know if you'll have enough. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You've talked so much this week. I know. so many shows and podcasts and speaking engagements. I literally had Are you talked out speaking or? engagement. <laughs> speaking can... engagement. Access Hollywood. Um, podcast. Podcast. Like I, I know. And then my Forbes article coming out today, yeah. which I can't even publicize because I'm I'm, tonight is Access Hollywood, so if hopefully we'll get to post this today. If not, it's tomorrow. If you missed it, if you missed it, um, it's Thursday evening at seven o'clock p.m. Um, but I'll be uploading little clips of it as I usually do on my at Matchmaker Alessandra Conti. Also, though, pending I look okay, because if I, I always get so nervous that I just because you know they video it. And so it was live again, which was so much fun. And oh my gosh, it was at Universal outside. Did I tell you it was at Universal Studios? Oh. Because the Access Hollywood studio is in Universal Studios. Hmm. So it's so funny because when I did the Universal, um, I went to Universal just as like, you know, as a commoner. And I did the Universal City or Universal Studios lot, lot ride slash tour and they basically bring you on a trolley all around Universal Studios oh. and they, they have like a huge and then they have a tour guide who's like oh yes on the right this is where Jaws was filmed and then oh on the left that's where Access Hollywood is filmed so when I just was on the thing I was like oh yeah that's studio and like this I I had gone like during height of COVID um when they just reopened so the studio was still closed but anyway so they um this time the last time I did my my first live one it was at one of the producers homes and she's basically a real housewife of of LA she's a real she's fabulous she has a very intense entertainment career yeah 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 exactly she's not a housewife she's but she has a fabulous home so we did it there um but then this time it was on it was at universal it was at universal Hmm. so at universal studios so the big globe was right behind me you know like that big universal welcome and then all these people were walking 
walking by and a few stopped to watch. So it was, it was very different than to go from filming Zoom, you know, segments to then being in the middle of the public. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. Um, but yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, we talk about all these celebrity relationships, so much fun, but yeah, I like lost my, I was talking, 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 and then we were at the very, the second to last one. And then all of a sudden I start coughing just because I had the night before done theology on tap, which was a big speaking engagement about dating post pandemic. So, and then I stayed up late because they sent me over the notes really late and I had to study them and I had to figure out what I thought about all the couples. And anyway, so I got through it. I got through it. Well, at the end of the show, we'll tell you a little bit more about her different speaking engagements and the things so you, you'll find out where to watch them, how you yes, can access them. Yes, where and how. And but can you give them a little... Sandra Conti is just the best way to keep in t- to keep to keep on everything. Right. Um, can you give them a little just taste of who the, some of the celebrities you match made so they can get well, a teaser? so it wasn't a matchmaking segment. Okay. It was actually a relationship report. Okay. So I do matchmaking segments, which I'm doing celebrity matchmaking and my like matchmakers pick. Okay. So I do those and then I do relationship reports. I see. So okay. my relationship reports is kind of giving my opinion about I see. Kim um, about Kanye West and Arena Shrawrow whatever her name is or Benifer like Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez right. and I I gave my opinion about each of the couples okay. and then like kind of talk about a little of the tea that's going on behind the scenes because at Access Hollywood and also what we do we tend to get a lot of kind of insider information so hopefully they'll I, I wonder how they'll edit it but the editors are amazing there so hopefully I'll look okay and I was like talking to the edit because it is it wasn't live because when it's live you have zero you at like and I've done live twice on Access Hollywood you are there's no room for error mm-hmm. there's zero room for error so pre-taped is like such a godsend. <laughs> such a godsend. But yeah, they had asked me the first time. They were like, oh, do you want to do live or pre-taped? And I was like, oh, let's go live. Why not? I, had, I mean, I knew, but I had, I had also been used to doing Face the Truth, which was essentially live. You don't mess up on Face. Like, you, you right. don't mess up. It is a it was a you know multi million dollar thing to get you know the the time is money so I had one shot and I knew that so that's how I was super prepped but anyway let's move on we have so much to talk to you guys about today I don't want to waste another second with my narcissistic banter so let's go into our first segment stars they're just like us. In this segment, we discuss the top relationship-related stories in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life. So, Kate Moss, the iconic Kate Moss, is the new face of Kim Kardashian's Skims. So, why would this be relationship-oriented? Why, you ask? Um, Because I wanted to just tell you that. And in real life, should you wear shapewear on dates when you're dating. So Skims, oh. do you know Skims? It's basically like female shapewear. Okay. And they have like lounge and pajamas and just like for everyone, like bandos and, and bras and, and all of that. But it's it started as a real like shapewear line because that's what Kim Kardashian is like really well known for, just her her beautiful shape. But anyway, what do you think, Christina? Should you wear shapewear when you're dating? 
Yes. I think yeah. if you need, to, if you're someone who's a little bit curvy, and I think it's a great idea to do that, we recommend that for our bachelorettes to do. And it's great. It's it just keeps everything. I mean, I know I'm not I'm not I'm preaching to the choir right now because I am get postpartum, so I do not yeah. look like I used to. I do not have the <sighs> the so stick, you're finally bikini body that I used to. I'm honestly, Christine. I think this is building character for you because you've been so like so tiny your yeah. entire life. Well, I wear shapewear. I mean, I don't have her line. I just wear a little. You know, one of those. Tummy suckers. Yeah, the little, my yeah. skirt that I used to wear out, yeah. but now I just wear it as a tummy thing. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as somebody who has, I've been very curvy and I've been less curvy, um, and I'm definitely at my least curvy right now, even though I am still curvy. Like, I will always, I feel like just my body type, it doesn't matter how much, how, what I weigh. I'll always have, like, meat. You know what I mean? I'll always have meat on my bones. Um, mm. Also because I don't, like, work out insanely. I just... <laughs> I think that's... I do cool. yoga. I do yoga every morning. But I also... It's fine. Like, I'm not bothered by it. But, yeah, I mean, I know that I just feel better, definitely, when I... Like, if I'm if I put on a dress and exactly I don't have some kind of, you know... Like, I have these really cute... They're, like, these little thong like shapewear so it sucks in your stomach but then it's a thong so it's not as like because I also have the yummy I I don't even know if they're still a brand anymore but I have the yummy things I've tried everything of shapewear what's the Spanx I have Spanx I have and those are just so constricting right so hot yeah so hot Mm -hmm. so like my advice would be to embrace your curves um, and wear things that are form-fitting. And I know that's like, oh, I don't know. But I th- haven't we found that it doesn't really matter if you're curvy or not curvy. I, we advise, like, wear a little black dress, nude heels. Right. That just shows off your curves. But that's why the, and the like a little shapewear, shapewear is important. Yeah. Because I don't want to see any, I yeah, just don't want to see any contr- bulges yeah, on me if I'm on wearing me. a too. Um, if I'm wearing a shapey dress, yeah. I do not want to see my stomach popping yeah. out. Yeah, but I I would highly recommend, and I have yeah I have them. I have like a few of the different thong ones that are just like just suck in your little belly. And you know me, I have my love handles. <laughs> Christina, remember that you would shame me that I didn't have love handles. <laughs> what a brat I was! I told you you weren't a diva because you didn't have big hair. And then what did I say? No one's ever gonna love you because you don't have love handles, right? I was really skinny in middle school. (gasps) That is evil. I was. I thought I was such a nice little girl, but apparently I wasn't. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyways, so next story, Christina. You actually told me about this. Yeah, and the only reason is because I was using Microsoft. The Microsoft Explorer instead of Gmail and it gave all the news store top news and now I don't have that anymore. So oh, sorry, I'm, I'm just leave. moving something. Okay, there we go. I'm closer. I'm Whoop. now going to be in the dark, but this was one thing that caught my eye. I know you I can't believe that you told me this story. So Christina, do you want to read this? Sure. 
Okay, so Haley Bieber shut down the B. Be- oh, actually, you know what, Alessandra? Why don't you read it? Because I okay. didn't, I didn't yeah. actually. Haley Bieber it. shut down the beyond false accusations that Justin Bieber aggressively yelled at her in a viral TikTok video. So basically, I watched this video, okay. and it's them at the Encore, which I was just at. In, I know. In Vegas. That's what I was. I saw that. And yeah. I thought you missed Bieber. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh, I missed Bieber. Oh, too bad. Um, I would yeah. love to go to one of his concerts as well. Really? I love his music. It's just, I love dancing to his music. Really? Oh my gosh. I could think of, I mean, I would love to go to a concert, but I have You're not zero the desire. Fan. I have zero desire. None <laughs> whatsoever. But I mean, I would still go because I would, I would do anything at this point post COVID, even though we have to wear masks again in LA. Ugh, I guess indoors. your alley strain has already. Yeah, my alley strain has. <laughs> Cases have risen with the alley strain. Oh, it's so obnoxious. Okay, back to Bieber. So done. Anyway, so um, but yeah, so I watched the video, and it's so it clearly well. Okay, it could be him yelling, but but there's so much noise going on that you can't see. He's just kind of like passionately explaining himself. To Haley. Like, it looks like they're just having a passionate conversation. It sounds like my every word to Dan. Yeah. I'm always very, very yeah. emotive. Totally. A hundred percent. So, yeah. I mean, and then Haley Bieber, like, shut it down. Good for and her. In a really aggressive way. Like, yeah. she posted a bunch of photos of them in Vegas, a few, like, selfies that she took, a few... And yeah. the reason why I thought it was so weird because I saw that initial headline about Justin Bieber shutting down Vegas with his incredible concerts. That was the first headline. Yeah. And then this, then the next one, a few minutes later, when I checked, when I had to open a new window, it says, mm-hmm. Justin Bieber yells at wife. And so that's why everyone, I think people, when they see someone doing well, they love it to see that person fall from grace. Like you always say, Alessandra. People love it. That's why it was this good story. And then that was a perfect follow-up for them. How weird is human nature? It is weird. weird. It's like people, they like to knock people down. They like to boost them up, but not too up. They like to, yeah, I mean... The thing with Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber is that their relationship, I mean, it seems really, it seems really beautiful. You know, Haley is just the perfect match for Justin. Like, what a godsend. She she was. she really was a godsend. And she's by his side Mm -hmm. 24-7. And she's so supportive. And she has never said a negative word about him. And, I mean, he was very open about his struggle with um, addiction. Yeah. And, um, I, I mean, I can't... That can't be easy. No. That is not easy. I said this on Tim Marie's show on Tuesday, yeah. that once someone has an addiction, that stays with them their whole life. Yeah. And it is... Of course, if you've gone through the 12-step program and you decide to live without it, that's amazing and wonderful. And you can change. I don't mean to say that you can't change, but it's still something that that person will struggle with. Yeah. So to be married 
to someone like that is difficult. Yeah, it's so ch- it's I can just imagine how challenging it is. Mm-hmm. Like that alone for normal people. Right. But then add on it's Justin Bieber. He's thousands of millions of screaming women fans, people being insane. Like, you know, so yeah, I mean, I I love I really do I, I wish so the best for both of them. Me too. And I know that they're really trying hard to make their marriage work. Yes. And it is a, a God-centered marriage. I mean, they're both Christian, and I think that they strengthen each other's... Um, I think they strengthen each other's faith, and yes. I think they lean on it a lot. And that's what actually the catechism says uh-huh. about, like, you can't... Like, marriage is going to be hard, but if you don't invite God into marriage, it's nearly impossible so that's what that that was one of the things that I got I recently so this is a secular podcast which means a non-religious podcast um which I just learned learned that word too I'm just learning so much and um so but me and Christina both are Catholic and we're super um like we're very you know we're we're active Catholic women we're like big into faith and we're, you know, we, we, we live it every day. Um, but anyway, so Christina's kind of more into the text and you're more in, like, you know, basically everything about it. Well, I've researched it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You've researched, I'm kind of more of a blind follower. (laughs) Oh gosh. Not (laughs) even though I was a Sunday school teacher. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Those poor kids. But my partner, my partners would always, whenever we had the the kids, they would always be the historians, and, right. and I would she be more of the, the emotional, the, the teaching partner. Yeah, the not, teaching partner, not, not really. like my relationship partners, but like my teaching partners were always very knowledgeable about you know Catholic social teachings and history and. You know all of those things. But Alessandra brought the love. I brought the love. You know, I bought, I brought, I brought God's love into their hearts and into their minds. And also, I brought also a wholesome way of life. You know, I just I For live a very part. oh my. <laughs> but I live such a These wholesome. Our listeners, I know they know. Oh God, you guys know the truth. Oh no, I forgot. No, but I live a Christina. We live, I live such a wholesome life compared to in the Hollywood world. I am so wholesome. I'm a good Catholic role model for the youngsters. Um, but anyway, so let's continue. Before we go on to our next segment, we are going to talk to you about Matchmakers in the City, the sponsors of this podcast. Matchmakers in the City is an old-school personal matchmaking company headquartered in Los Angeles with other cities in San Francisco, D.C., New York, we, but we work with people all over the U.S. and all over the world. We matchmake wonderful people who are genuinely looking for love. So if you're single and that's you, sign up, go on our website. There's a free sign-up page, mm-hmm. and you can meet with one of our matchmakers to discuss what the best way forward for you will be. Not just celebrities. I feel like over the past couple of days, I've had to say, like, we don't only match make celebrities oh, so many times. Oh, interesting. Because, you know, celebrity matchmaker, yes. Alessandra Conti. That's true, that's true. Um, we work with 
yeah. everyone. <laughs> everyone from working professionals all the way to celebrities. Exactly. And few billionaires mm-hmm. in our day as well that are now engaged, engaged. And um, also, if you like this podcast, subscribe. We, yes, leave us like, a, subscribe. Leave us a good review and do oh, a five-star review, please. Oh. <laughs> Nothing less than five stars. Lord knows we've <laughs> had our share of... Oh, God, we're just too sensitive to read anything, but... Um, and you know what? That's okay. That's okay. You know, we're not made of steel here. So let's move on to... Sisterly advice. Every week we answer a listener's burning question, and every week we give you advice that only your sister would give you. Okay, great. So we're going to begin actually with one sisterly advice from a woman, and then a mansers from a man. So we, we were got two. all honestly, we were just all over the media over the past, and we will as well be. So we just got so many questions that I felt bad just picking one out of the bunch that we got. Right. So if you were not answering your question today, then we'll get to it. Get to it. Yeah, for mm-hmm. the next episode or the episode after. So another incentive to keep listening. Hi, Alessandra. I love your podcast. Listening to your podcast has given me the confidence to try dating again. I wanted to reach out and ask you when someone should tell the person you are dating that you have a medical condition. I have epilepsy, and I know that if things go well, I'll eventually have to tell them. But when? Please send help because I don't want my condition to scare guys away. From... A romantic epileptic, some... No, no, no. You wrote that for some reason. A romantic epileptic. Okay. You, oh. Sorry, Christina. You, that was... I don't know why you put that there. I did But anyway. I put it right there. Mm, I don't know. Something happened. Yeah. From a romantic epileptic. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, first of all, girl, congratulations. I am... And also, thank you so much for reaching out. And I'm so... Beyond, like, if there's one thing that I would want our podcast to do, it's inspire you to date Mm -hmm. and it's to not be afraid of dating and it's to enjoy meeting. Like, so there's so many incredible different kinds of people out there. So, the fact that you now have the confidence to try dating again, I just feel I'm like so excited for you and know that, listen. It's not going to be, it's not always a delight. Um, it's not always easy. But if you, you know, follow some guarding of your heart tips that we give, um, and if you really make it your goal to enjoy your experience and to have fun and to flirt and to just find something um Find something special in each date and, and really just enjoy yourself on each date. Even if it's not your future husband, you can still have a fun time meeting somebody new. But anyway, so um, when should you tell the person that you're dating that you have a medical condition? This is such an incredible question. Um, I think that with something as serious as, and something that's also, um, that could kind of happen at, at, at you know, that, that's not as, um, as if it's a ra- like if it's something that could be onset or just could happen at any time, oh, I think it is important on yeah. either date two or date three to just be like, hey, so I just wanted to tell you I have epilepsy, and just I want to tell you that just in case like anything were to happen, here's you know here's what you do. But I think you're awesome, and like I have it under control. Or even if you don't have it under control, you can be like, yeah, this thing kind of came 
up and I'm navigating it, but I just wanted to be upfront with you that this is what I'm dealing with. But you know, I'm, I'm so excited to get to know you. So yeah, I mean, I would definitely tell if you, if you, you know, have any desire to see them more than just for one or two dates, I think it is something that you just bring up casually and just let them know. And you know, you can even say, do you have any questions about it? Just put it out there. Put it out there in the open. Yeah, and my response would be, it's so dependent on what the condition is that you have. Because if it is something that happens and you have no clue when it's going to happen, you probably should be up front because that would be really scary for the person if they don't know. It's more safety. Right, and they don't know how to help you if, right. But if it's something you know when it's coming on, yeah. then you can con- control certain elements, then then I would say it's fine to wait a little bit longer to talk about this to the person because people, especially, I always say, don't throw your pearls to pigs. That's from the Bible. Oh, so and good. Because they will turn around and maul you, it is. And just like Austin just- <laughs> Sorry, Austin just woke up. The the, the babysitter is, is taking hanging care. out with him. <laughs> yes. But they this is important because you don't this person, you don't know this person. And if it's something a personal Yeah. If if it is, yeah, I, I would I, I actually I completely agree with you. If it is something that like if it's anxiety or if it's O C D or if it's right. you know, depression or, you know, just one something that is is something that doesn't necessarily physically manifest itself. Manifest, right. Like if it's not going to manifest itself on the date, then I I would say, yeah, just take a couple more dates, you know, but I would wait yeah. to say anything like that until you really are both considering having a relationship together. And yeah. then I would bring it up before while you're doing the relationship talk or before that a little bit yeah. before that. Talk. After I think about 6 dates is I think a good time to bring up um, something that is not going to be uh, visible or life threatening, like life threatening, if something were to happen on a date. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think with with epilepsy, like I I, I think that it is fairly. It's common. It's common, and, 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 you know, and I, yeah. I don't know how common, but I do know a story of a bachelorette who still suffers from epilepsy, but is happily mm-hmm. ma- has been happily married for years and years, and. <sighs> It's just so you know you're not alone yeah. and there are many women and men who oh actually I I I only I I don't know how many men suffer from it. I'm not sure yeah. if it's a women a women only. I don't think it's women only. <laughs> okay. I think yeah, I think it's it's across the Okay. But yeah. there you're not alone and you and can you have a what? wonderful relationship with the right person. Definitely. And if it scares some guy away, that is a boy and not a man, and you can happily show him the door. Give you were given the gift of a goodbye, the gift of a goodbye. Um, I'm actually stealing that from dear friend Ryan Barba, who was on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, he talked about in a in a in a podcast he sent me over. Well, it was actually a talk, but he talked about the gift of a goodbye. That he was given the gift of goodbye. Like it's a gift. So if some guy is going to be like, oh, well, that's a lot to handle. Uh, I don't know. Uh, or just, you know, ghost you. ghost you or acts weird about it or something. Like, that's good because we're seeing that this is not going to be your provider or protector. Mm-hmm. And that's what, you know, that's 
you're that's what you're gonna be you want a partner that's gonna be like oh thank you so much for sharing that with me and I honestly think that most men would hear that and be like wow thank you so much for sharing that with me like is there anything I can do like da 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 right but just wait until you absolutely need to tell that person yeah. that's what I would say okay 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 yeah. okay cool let's move on to answers okay this is from one of our male listeners Hi, Christina. Thanks for all that you do. How do you date someone from your job if it's not allowed? Do we have a from, Christina? <laughs> you are the one who creates these. From, from what, Christina? Let's get that little brain firing. From? Love-seeking professional. Okay. <laughs> um, or professionally single or something. I don't know. Um, so if dating is explicitly not allowed at your job, um, I would say don't date somebody from your job if you want to keep your job. Right. Yeah. And unfortunately, if you like someone from there, you're both subscribing to that and you both could lose your job if this is a job order. I don't know if that's legal So. I don't know, but I know it is. Usually they say it's frowned upon, but oh, it's this is okay. like it says it's not allowed. So right. this company may explicitly say no dating coworkers. Um, there are a lot of reasons why you're not allowed, um, especially in the instance of if you are the superior and you mm. want to date somebody who's under you, that is literally asking for a sexual harassment lawsuit against you so don't go there Mm. do not go there yeah and you have to think about what is more important my job or this do i see this person as my future wife yes because if you really don't care about the job you hate it you've already lined up something else yeah go (laughs) then then, but also be very careful. If you're a superior, I think you yeah, always that's, have to be careful. That's a different story. Don't go I'm there. thinking of a coworker. Coworker, you right. guys are on the same, but you, but Christina, the thing is, they have to be on exactly the same level. Right. There can't be any gray area because even oh, okay. So, or if the woman is the boss, um, that also has a lot of issues there. Because God forbid something were to go wrong or it would come out, then you would, she would get fired and she, you you know, like her, you could claim that she was taking advantage because she had superiority. So I just think literally unless you are leaving the job or you're in the exact same position Um, that I would just steer clear. If you're in the exact same position, make sure that this sounds a little crazy, but make sure that you have consent literally typed out in text from her and from you. Just consenting to dating. Just being like, hey, I know that this is really, really seems a little ridiculous. Just in case... Can we just have a text here that says that we're both consenting to dating each other? Yeah. And if something goes wrong, we'll both get fired. And I wasn't pressuring you. You weren't pressuring me. 
It sounds crazy, but we live in a litigious society. I know, but that's what I'm saying, Alessandra. Even with a consent text about dating, someone could say, oh yeah, we dated, but he wasn't supposed to do that, or she wasn't supposed to do that. I am. That is why. It's, it's a slippery so slope. hard. Slippery slope. Yeah. It's bad news bears, um, especially if it's not allowed. If it's frowned upon, yeah. that's different. But then again, you can't. If you are in a in an even minorly superior position, right? And if you're not, if you're still coworkers and it's frowned upon, just think about your bosses because if it's yeah. if they're frowning upon it and you love your job, you yeah. want to avoid doing anything that's going to put you in a bad way like, with them. Hundred yeah, percent. Okay, moving on. Those were great questions. Yeah, they were. We couldn't help but wonder. As sisters, we grew up watching Sex in the City. Now, as personal matchmakers in 2021, we are living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were. In our segment, we debate each question that Carrie couldn't help but wonder, episode by episode, through today's lens. Okay, Christina, do you want to read? Sure, this is season three, episode eight, The Big Time. Mm. Our favorite character. And Carrie couldn't (laughs) help but wonder... Is timing everything? So basically, this is the episode where Carrie has just a few surprise run-ins with Mr. Big, and this then caused her to wonder if timing is everything. Um, So she runs into him at, they run into each other on a boat at an event, and neither Natasha, oh God, sorry, neither Natasha nor... Um, nor Aiden go to this event. So it's just them on the boat. Obviously, the thing is, when you see an ex, we can talk about that later, when you see an ex after not seeing them for a long Good time. Idea. So keep that Good in mind. Idea. Pin that. Yeah. Um, Charlotte believes that Trey may be the one, and even though they just started dating, and then she also reveals in this episode that they're not going to be sleeping with each other. And then um, Samantha fears that she is going through menopause. So Samantha just hasn't gotten her period in a couple days. She's late. And she Hmm. thinks that she's going through menopause. And then she reveals to the ladies. It's so funny. She says, ladies, I have to tell you something. I'm a bit older than you. And then the girls obviously know. So it's just a really funny moment. Um, And then Steve for Miranda's story. Steve is trying to convince Miranda that they're ready for a baby. They're ready to have a baby. And then apparently he gets a dog. Um, I think I was like in the middle of watching this because I don't remember the dog part. But anyway, so let's talk about that first point of seeing an ex, you when you oh my gosh, that seeing an ex after you haven't seen them in a long time, like if I've learned anything, it's that connections are connections, right? And if you connected with somebody twenty years ago, yep. Lord knows you're gonna connect with them twenty hours ago, right? And the feelings that you felt from those times will probably pop back up when you see that person. Absolutely. I completely agree. I think um, it's really important for men and women if you, I mean, obviously there are certain times when it can't be avoided when you run into an ex, but 
Also, it's so important to remember, you know, that or or to really try to safeguard yourself from those situations. If you did have a really passionate, intense relationship, um, because the the flesh is weak. What did you say, Christina? The flesh is weak. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. The spirit is willing, but the flesh Mm -hmm. is weak. So it's important to, you know, although it might be tempting to see an ex, there's a reason they're an ex. And especially with Big, I mean, I know that in Sex and the City, spoiler alert, they end up together. (laughs) Um, Sorry, guys, if you didn't know that, I... Like, this is probably not the right podcast for you to be listening to. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. We love it. All are welcome here, even non-Sex in the City watchers. But, um, but yeah, I mean, if, like, from all that big put Carrie through, or that Carrie put big through, they just put each other through so much and of course, when you see them at a glamorous event, when you see your 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 old your an ex at a glamorous event, you don't remember any of that. No, no, and it's also a little bit mysterious because yeah. you're thinking of, you're thinking about kind of like when you're in a, another relationship and you see more of the mundane day to day behaviors of the person you're with. There's this exotic yeah. ex who wasn't like that with. And you have this almost temptation feeling that comes on. Even in the Sex and the City 2 movie, do you remember when Carrie saw Aiden? Aiden. So, and it was this exotic, and she kissed Aiden. Sorry, spoiler alert. Was married. She's married to Big. Mm -hmm. So it just goes to show how unreliable you can be, yeah. your your kind of temptations can be. It's true. Because exactly, if you are either married or if you've made an educated decision with your frontal lobe that this person is bad for your mental health and your mental well-being, then that definitively, it's so important to, to remind yourself of that and to really try to avoid avoid seeing exes. What if you do end up running into an ex, Christina? Should that be a? Is that maybe a, maybe should that should they get back together? Is, is that, that maybe a sign? a sign? That's what a lot of women. So Carrie was saying. Yeah, too. I know yeah. a lot of women. I keep will seeing ask them all over the place. Coaching, yeah, and it just pops up, and there are these chance and serendipitous encounters. Mm-hmm. But you know that happens. Things happen, things come into your come into your day that maybe you see their name somewhere. It doesn't it's not a sign. It doesn't mean that they're the right person for you. You need to look at the actions, not just talk or signs. You need to look at, okay, what was the reality of our relationship? What were the reality of his behaviors? And why did I make that? If you need to yeah. go through that again of why did I make that decision again and talk to a friend about it or someone who 
knows the situation well. Or book a date coaching session. Yeah, friends are we not very We can help you reliable. get through it. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. can do. It's, it's hard with it's friends. It's so hard, yeah. Yeah, we need someone have, who's removed from the They have your situation. best interests, but also they're, it's really nice to get a professional opinion. Yeah. Because they, we, like, we can be really objective and kind of snap you back into the pre, uh, into the frontal lobe. It's yeah. true. It's yeah. very true. And I would, if you see that person somewhere, I would recommend to keep the sh- conversation short, polite. How are you? Hope you're having a great time. Good to see yeah, you. Yeah, so good to see you. Keep it and then leave yeah. and move on to someone else. It's as tempting as it might be to like engage in a long conversation. Right. They're an ex for a reason. Mm-hmm. And unless, you know, they've had a total, unless they say, oh my gosh, listen, I moved to Africa and then, you know, I had this life changing experience and, you know, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I mean, even then, the core of somebody is who they are. So, you know, a lot of, you you can't go into then, you know, a relationship expecting change. You know, you can't go in with that because people ultimately, they are who they are. You know, they can change a little bit, but certain things, but ultimately people are who they are. And Sometimes we just are, have certain personality traits and characteristics that, that make us who we are. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes they're not compatible. Right. So if they're an ex, let's keep them in the past. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys, let's end with catching up with the Contis. So I'm Christina, just so impressed, Alessandra, with you that you're still able to I mean, <laughs> chat it up. And I have a meeting in less than 10 minutes that, <laughs> oh gosh. So obviously fired. I went through all the different things that are going on with, well, a bunch of the different things. My question though is for your talk, your Theology on Tap talk. Can people get that? I don't think so. Really? It wasn't no. recorded? I, I don't know. I'll because ask. I've had people ask me for that. I know. I wish I wish I would have told you, hey, just click record. Yeah, I know. Um, but also, it was almost like beautiful for it to just live in the moment. It's true. You know, because I feel like if it was recorded, I would maybe, or if I knew it was being recorded, I wouldn't have been as... Off the free, <laughs> yeah. I was super free. She did a lot of preparation, but some of those jokes you can't prepare for. You can't prep those. <laughs> I, you just—it's the people. You're in the moment, and right. you're feeding off the energy of the crowd. It's true. And they're laughing. They're having a great time, and you know, you just—you just go in. It. You're in it. So I love. Oh, I love in-person talks. Um, but yeah, so, but Christina, I know you had a Trending with Timory episode yesterday. Is that right? It was on this past Tuesday, oh, which was the 13th, Tuesday, July 13th. It's on my Matchmaker Christina Conti website yeah. press page. It's the latest Trending episode. And we talked about bad habits. Bad habits. Oh, <laughs> are you she's singing a that? naughty girl <laughs> with a... Bad habit, bad habit for drugs. Alessandra's quoting Summer Heights High. Well, no, actually, yeah, is that Summer, Summer Heights High? High? Yes, it is Summer Heights High. Yeah, it's beautiful. Not private school girl. Private school. But we talked about bad habits in dating and how to fix them. Love. And Love I will be topic. on with Timory again the last Thursday of July. So I think oh, that's awesome. the 20, it's the 20-something, the 26. 7th possibly whatever day that is 28th, that Thursday yeah, yeah yeah that Thursday I love yeah. that beautiful and then yeah 
I mean, I will post my Forbes article. Just follow me at Matchmaker Alessandra Conti. I have a podcast with called the F Boy Podcast, the F U C K Boy Podcast, with this adorable little LA socialite Maddie Munson. Um, she's so cute. Um, so we just recorded that today in West Hollywood at this at their fabulous studio. Max, the comedian, is um, it's he's like pretty well known. He's amazing. So it's his production company, and it was just such a fun day today. Um, such a fun morning. And then, um, yeah, yesterday was Access Hollywood. That's airing today. Um, and then today at 7 p.m. on NBC. And then um, Theology on Tap. Unfortunately, if you guys weren't there, you missed it. But I'll try to see if I can find um, something about that. But regardless, love you guys all so much. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. And we are just sending you guys all of our love and know that we're rooting for you and we are praying for you and anything that you're going through in your dating life right now, know that you will get through it. If you are having, if you are having any kind of trouble, I'm specifically going to pray for you. If you're trying to discern a relationship, I'm praying for you. We'll talk about discernment in a later episode, but I think that that's awesome. But just know we love you so much. You deserve the absolute best and you deserve a partner that's going to help you be the best version of yourself. Um, And you're not alone. Anything that you're dealing with, you'll get through it and we love you. Okay, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.